Paying tribute to the Aquanet and Spandex of the Sunset Strip. This is The Haircuts with Smacks. Greetings, fellow rockers. I am your host, Smacks, bringing you another hard rocking trip through the decades right here on The Haircuts. Today, we are going to explore the hair extensions. And for those of you who missed last week, the hair extensions is a segment that touches on the hard rocking bands that came after the spandex and glitz of the Sunset Strip. Also this week, we'll feature our first artist in the chair, which is our weekly featured band. This week, we feature Dokken. But before we get to that, I want to answer a few of the emails I received after our show last week. This first one is from Danny C. It says, Smacks, I caught your episode and really enjoyed your story about meeting the guys from Motley Crue. Must have been really cool. My question is, with a name like The Haircuts, why are you looking to play groups from the 90s and 2000s? You know, I thought that was a great question. Here's the thing. I remember back in the 80s, there was a division amongst some of us rockers. If you liked Metallica, you couldn't be into Poison or Def Leppard. In fact, I remember Lars Ulrich and the boys using Kip Winger's picture as a dartboard in one of their videos. But here's the thing. I just didn't buy into that whole mindset. I believed if it rocked, count me in. I mean, Kip Winger had one of the great voices of that time. And their songs rock. Now, they had a little bit more of a pop twist and probably some of the longest outros. But at the end of the day, they still got the job done. Let's face it. Kip Winger played with Alice Cooper. And what a great rock and roll training ground that was. Now, I remember seeing Winger and the guys a few years back. And his voice is holding up just fine. They still kick ass. So I'm not about sides. I want to showcase rock. Whether it came from the 70s, which I consider the hair roots, or they came after in what I consider the hair extensions. If it's got shredding guitars, booming bass, and pounding drums, I love it all. And we're going to touch on it all right here on the haircuts. So I hope that answers your question, Danny C. This next email was from Deborah, and she wrote, Hey, I want to see if you really will play what we want to hear. Would love some ACDC. Okay, Deborah, you got it. This is one of my wife's favorite tracks. This is It's a Long Way to the Top if you want to rock and roll from the High Voltage album.
So it's time to go to the chair. This week's featured artist is Dokken. Now, Don Dokken has an interesting beginning. He was on the scene before the whole Hollywood hair metal movement hit. He was actually playing in L.A. back in the late 70s when Van Halen was starting to break. Now, once Van Halen got signed, him along with everyone else who was kicking out that kind of sound thought, hey, we are in the right place at the right time. We may be the next ones. But then guess what happened? The rock scene absolutely died on the Sunset Strip. I mean, all of the sudden, there was an influx of lightweight linen blazers and skinny ties. That's when the new wave started to take shape. It was Oingo Boingo, The Cars, Blondie, The Knack. I mean, if you played rock and roll, you just couldn't get a gig. And according to Don, that was just not his thing. So he did have an opportunity to go to Germany where the rock was still happening. The Scorps, Saxon, and Judas Priest were all big and kicking it over there. So it was at that time that Don packed up and went overseas. Now, Dokken actually started out as a three-piece. Don was playing guitar and out front, and he also had Juan Crucier of Rat Fame on bass. Now, they spent a year over there touring. It was very successful. And uh, after that was over, Don actually went back for a second tour of Germany. And it was at that time that Don met Dieter Dirks, the producer of the Scorpions. And that's how Don ended up getting his deal with the French label over there. Dieter let him record his demo in his studio. And they took that demo, handed it off to a couple people. It ended up in the hands of a French label and they signed Don over there. But at that time, he did not have a band. Juan was already gone and he just had some hired guns doing the tour with him over in Germany. So he ended up calling some of the guys he knew from the L.A. scene, George Lynch and Mick Brown, and brought them back along with Juan to Germany to record Breaking the Chains. Now, when they got back to the U.S., it took a minute before they inked that deal with Elektra. Eventually, Juan ended up leaving the band to join Rat, and it wasn't until Tooth and Nail that Jeff Pilsen was brought in to round out the lineup as we know it today. This is the title track from that debut album. This is Breaking the Chains.
Fast forward to today, George is still doing Lynch Mob, and they were actually doing some shows together before the pandemic. Lynch Mob would open the show, and then George would come on and do a few songs with Doc, and at the end of the night to close everything out. So that really cool to hear. Um, Don is unfortunately dealing with some health issues right now. He's living a slower pace, uh, hiking in the great outdoors and living in New Mexico, though he still has his home in L.A. He sounds optimistic in his recovery and seems to be on the mend. So we wish him well, hope to see him out on the concert scene soon, and back for the attack. From that album, this is The Kiss of Death. (laughs) 
listening to The Haircuts with your host, Smacks. Hola, rockers. This is Smacks bringing you the tracks right here on The Haircuts. Now, one final tidbit regarding Don Dawkins' early years. Uh, He grew up on Lake Tahoe's North Shore. And one of his jobs as a young dude uh, was working for Frank Sinatra at his lakefront home. Now, can you believe that? Old Blue Eyes himself hired Don. And according to Don, Frank had a pier where his boat was, and he would have these huge parties. And apparently, Frank and his partygoers would toss their beer and whiskey bottles into the lake. And because Lake Tahoe's waters are so crystal clear, you could look straight down and see the aftermath of Sinatra's shindig. So he hired Don and a few of his buddies to dive down and pick up all the bottles and clean up his dock. Now, apparently Don's mother worked at a casino that was owned by Sinatra. So that is the connection. Just in case you didn't know, now you do. Okay, it's time to get to the hair extensions. These are bands that were influenced by and rocked after the Sunset Strip. This band hails from Canada and is a post-grunge group of hard rockers. In their early days, they played covers of Led Zeppelin and Metallica, so you know these boys like to lay it down. This is Nickelback and a cut from their Dark Horse album, Burn It to the Ground.
That's a wrap. I want to hear from all of you, my fellow rockers out there. I want to know what songs and what bands you'd like to see featured. You can hit me up at smacks at the haircuts.net. That's S M A X at the haircuts with a Z.net. I'd like to thank you for spending some time with us here on this hard rocking trip through the decades. This is Smacks signing off, encouraging you all to keep the volume up. See ya.